Nothing that lives in the imagination is more frightening. Now there's a new name for terror. Cujo. Pasteur's first rabies cure was a little extreme. I'm Kevin Leeson. 30 orgasms a day? Eh, still not worth it. I'm Joe Fulton. Should I rub this rooster on my open wound? Cock-a-doodle-don't! I'm Torn Atkinson, and this is... Caustic Soda! From Latin, rabere to be mad or rave. Mm. Oh, so if you get bitten by somebody who's on MDMA and dancing, do you get ravies? What is MDMA? Ecstasy. It's basically ecstasy. Oh, okay. The pure part of it. Kynophobia with a K, also known as lysophobia, is a fear of having rabies or becoming mad. Greek kyno meaning dog. Oh, okay. And Lyssa is the former name uh, for rabies. In Greek mythology, Lyssa was the spirit of mad rage, frenzy, and rabies in animals. So it's like the patron saint of rabies. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Praise Lyssa for all the rabies she brings to the world. Rabies is a zoonotic disease. Who knows what that means? Uh, It means you don't find it at the zoo? It means that it only uh, happens on zoos that are floating on the water. Oh, Mm. nautical zoos. That's my Kevin joke. Got it. It is a disease that, a tra- that is transmitted to humans from animals. All right. So like monkeypox and mad cow and uh, rabies. And avian flu. Mm-hmm. Rabies is just like rabies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, They're very similar diseases. That's mm-hmm. true. Rabies, rabies and rabies. And rabies. Mm-hmm. It is caused by a virus. Okay. The disease affects domestic and wild animals and is spread to people through close contact with infectious material, usually saliva, via bites or scratches. Okay. Has anyone seen a rabid animal? In real life? Yeah. No. No. I have. Really? Oh. In 1997, uh-huh. I was down in Providence, Rhode Island mm-hmm. for the Necronomicon okay. with uh, everyone's good friend John Tynes, mm-hmm. uh, formerly of Pagan Publishing. Okay. Possibly still a Pagan Publishing. Right. Right. And we were just walking around Providence in some of our downtime. Oh, I thought you were at the con and somebody had brought one to the, uh, <laughs> just to the art section to sell. <laughs> to throw rabid animals at people on And at uh, the intersection we were coming up to, mm-hmm. there was this dog... Right. Just kind of meandering, kind of in an irregular pattern, mm-hmm. and just kind of, and there's foam dripping from the mouth, just dripping. Really? So we kind of looked at each other and turned around and went the opposite direction. Okay. Yeah. No, I would say so. I guess Providence, home to, is that on the, on the sign going into the city? Home to rabid dogs? Yeah. Capital of rabid dogs in America. Rabid dog town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pop quiz. Are you sure because you're at the uh, Necronomicon that uh, it wasn't, you know, possessed by a great old one? It might have been that, too. Mm-hmm. That's hard to tell. That's right. less scientifically studied. Oh, maybe he gave it rabies. It was very difficult to tell because he didn't have his necronometer on him. Joe? Yeah? What is a neglected disease? 
what is a neglected disease? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's when you uh, get it and you just kind of forget about it. You're like, uh, I'll fix that later. It's a common misspelling of elected disease. <laughs> elected disease? Mm-hmm. What's an elected disease? Vote uh, for cholera. Vote for cholera. <laughs> Absolutely. Neglected diseases are conditions that inflict severe health burdens on the world's poorest people. Many of these conditions are infectious diseases that are most prevalent in tropical climates, particularly in areas with unsafe drinking water, poor sanitation, substandard housing, and little or no access to health care. Right. Why do we call these diseases neglected? Because the people who get them are neglected. Yeah, because it could be cured, but it doesn't get cured. Exactly right. Diseases are said to be neglected if they are often overlooked by drug developers or by others instrumental in drug access, such as government officials, public health programs, and other and the news media. Mm-hmm. Typically, private pharmaceutical companies cannot recover the cost of developing producing treatments for these diseases. Another reason neglected diseases are not considered high priorities for prevention or treatment is because they usually do not affect people who live in the United States and other developed nations. Mm-hmm. Right. Neglected diseases also lack visibility because they do not usually cause dramatic outbreaks that kill large numbers of people. Rather, such diseases usually exact their toll over a longer period of time, leading to crippling deformities, severe disabilities, and or relatively slow deaths. Rabies is a neglected disease. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like when people get killed in foreign countries that aren't pretty blonde American girls. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't get a lot of press. Kevin, what is the typical incubation period for rabies? Well, it has a cube right in the middle of it, so it's three <laughs> times as long as I think it's going to be. So I was going to say... That's not how cubing works. I, I was going to say a week, so I'm going to say three weeks. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say uh, one week. It's short. Is it? The incubation period meaning the time elapsed between exposure to a disease and when signs and symptoms first become apparent, Mm -hmm. can vary greatly. The typical incubation period is three to eight weeks. There you go. I'm on the bottom. I'm on the bottom range. I knew it was three times more than I thought it was going to be. Typically two to 12 weeks in humans, incubation periods as short as four days and longer than six years have been documented. Six-year incubation period? You have got to think that you are free and clear of the rabies problem. uh, After 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 year five? five, Yeah. 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 Depending on the location and severity of the contaminated wound and the amount of virus introduced. Okay. Well, for the Person, rabies, rabies, person. (laughs) I think you guys would get along. You both like frothing at the mouth and biting people. (laughs) Joe, can a human give another human rabies? Probably uh, by yeah biting them and getting the saliva into their bloodstream. Sure. If they don't, there'll be a weird exception, and that would be interesting. So tell me. Why the hell not? But not just through saliva. Oh! Mm, through the evil eye. Oh, okay. Bad intentions. That's going to make a bedroom joke. Right? Uh, a Hurting somebody's feelings. <laughs> oh, you gave me the ra- the feels rabies. Yeah, that's right. The emotional rabies. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm foaming at the mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, is the answer. The only well-documented cases of rabies caused by human-to-human transmission occurred among eight recipients of transplanted corneas. Oh. Uh, oh. So not biting. And among three recipients of solid organs. You know, your oh, solid okay. Organs, like so the concrete pancreas. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the granite heart. Yeah. In addition, bite and non-bite exposures inflicted by infected humans could theoretically transmit rabies, but no such cases have been documented. Well, there aren't a lot of people biting other people to the point where it breaks their skin. Only in zombie films. Yeah. 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 Okay, we haven't really gone through the symptoms all that much, but I do know that animals tend to bite people when they have rabies. Is that a symptom of rabies, or is it just that they're a confused animal, and so humans, when they get rabies, they don't bite It's just that they're a confused animal. Yeah, okay. And animals are generally bitey. 
Mm-hmm. Right, more right. Than, okay. More than people, right? So it's not so much the rabies, it's just the, the rabies is making them all messed up and nervous and weird, and then you're touching them and they freak out and bite you because yeah. they're having a bad time. Okay. Yeah, so it's th- like general behavior changes. And mm-hmm. so when a human gets rabies, they're not turning into a mad dog and biting people, right? No, if anything, okay. they're looking for a knife and fork. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, which which keeps us all very safe from contracting rabies because they get you with that knife and fork. And until they've put it in their mouth a few times, it's not yep. infected. And by then you've run. Kevin, mm-hmm. mammals can get rabies. What other kinds of animals, if any, can get rabies? Uh, non-mammalian? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the reptiles. Agree or disagree, Joe? Uh, birds? Only mammals can get uh, rabies. Okay. Oh, all right. Leading question. That was entrapment. It was. It's true. It would not stand up in a court of podcast law. Yeah. Judge John, Hunter, John Hodgman. Joe, rabies kills how many people each year? Uh, 500. One million people. Mm, somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Over 55,000. Every year? Yep. Wow. Neglected disease. Neglected disease. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, wow. Kevin, how long can the rabies virus survive outside the host? Uh, well, the, the, we just had our introduction scenario where they were, you know, uh, meeting mm-hmm. one another over yes. hors d'oeuvres. But that was with cocktails. the host because there's an introduction going on. So the right. host is... Right, but he was outside the host, obviously. Mm. Right? So, uh, you know, I mean, uh, an afternoon, enough time for a cocktail party, two hours? Two hours, yeah. Joe? Three days. The virus does not survive well outside its host in dried blood and secretions as it is susceptible to sunlight and desiccation. Mm-hmm. It remains viable in the carcass of an infected animal for less than 24 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's basic, That's in the host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So out of the host, even shorter. Okay. Joe, the four most common rabies carriers in the U.S. are? In the U.S. Let's just say North America. It's probably the same. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's like maybe weird Mexico. <laughs> Coyotes. Oh, good guess. They're going to be on there. Wow. Do I have to name all five? Four. Four? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to throw in an extra one, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I guess dogs, uh, cats, raccoons. You got one of them right. Okay. All right. Kevin. So I'm going to knock off uh, raccoons, cats, and uh, coyotes. So I'm going to go with dogs. Oh, this is like that, that game Mastermind. Ugh. Got to figure out which one is right and which one is wrong. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with dogs, goats. Go fuck. Okay. Uh, just because it's so ornery all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We've got to go with something ornery. Uh, dogs, goats, uh, 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 street urchins, and... Conservatives. Yeah, and Republicans. And by street urchins, he doesn't mean the little kids running around <laughs> with the thing. Yeah. He means the non-aquatic, spiky right. urchin that lives in the street yeah. in uh-huh. the States. So raccoons was correct. Oh, no. Skunks. Oh, oh okay. Foxes. Okay. Oh. And you guys should know this from our bats episode. Bats. But if Hollywood has taught me anything, yes. everyone gets rabies from dogs. Uh, You know, they do... Carry rabies from time to time, but they're not even as susceptible as all these other animals to rabies. Raccoons, skunks, foxes, and bats. It's because we don't keep... Ooh, and what about a fox bat? Fox bat, double rabies. Right. Yeah. Maximum rabies possible. That's just science. Or a raccoon dog, which Mm -hmm. would be pretty adorable. Mm -hmm. Would wash all its food before it eats it. Raccoon skunk. Skunkoon. Kevin, 
Where is the Lyssa virus found in the body of an infected animal? Uh, penis. It's in the bloodstream, isn't it? It's a blood. In, well, it's in the saliva, too. Oh, mm, right. So. Your teeth. Your teeth become injecty. Like mm. snake teeth, right? And, and then venom, it just like pools. The, um, is it? it pools is it? in so your teeth cavity. It's in the blood, but then it gets into the saliva. So mm -hmm. uh, the brain, the saliva and nervous tissue of a rabid animal, is the correct answer. Okay. So brain being nervous tissue. Okay. Contact with blood, urine, or feces from a rabid animal doesn't mean you've been exposed. I thought it was just the part of you that quivers when you're scared. I thought that's what nervous tissue was. Nervous tissue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zoinks! Run, <laughs> Scoob! That's a tissue that's about to be thrown into the trash can after you've blown your nose. Mm. Oh, it's, it's all over. My life is coming to an end. <laughs> I've done my one meeting. Full action. Joe, when is World Rabies Day? <laughs> uh, Hasn't happened yet. We're waiting for everyone to get rabies right. at the it's same time. It's a neglected time. disease, Torin. Mm -hmm. It's a neglected disease. We didn't even give it a day. Uh, except for March 23rd. I think they go with December 25th, and it's that's why that's right. it's so neglected. That's why nobody knows that's about right. it. No one knows about it's it. December 25th. That's right. Yeah. Sure. Because there's a lot of other things some, going on. Some, very, some, I think there's some other holiday that day, but they I chose, can't quite put my finger on what poorly. that They chose poorly. It's a very successful war on Rabies Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is September 8th. Oh. Okay. Mark that on your calendars, people. So well, not good close. thing it wasn't September 11th, because they would have gotten trumped on that one, too. Yep. And a pop quiz in the science. All right. Rabies is a virus transmitted by a bite or other contact with the saliva of an infected mammal. The virus then multiplies in the mammalian host and infects the nervous system. Mm -hmm. Rabies is, is present on all continents, with the exception of Antarctica, but more than 95% of human deaths occur in Asia and Africa. Oh. Rabies occurs mainly in remote rural communities where measures to prevent dog-to-human transmission have not been implemented. Underreporting of rabies also prevents mobilization of resources from the international community for the elimination of human-dog-mediated rabies. Mm -hmm. Or bat or fox or skunk or raccoon. Rabies is caused by a number of Lyssa viruses. Any mammal can get rabies. Mm. Bites to the head, neck, and arms are the most likely to lead to transmission. Head and neck, I can see that. The amount of virus reaching the lesion is also a factor in transmission. For example, when a bite has to penetrate clothing, the saliva may be retained in the fabric and be prevented from entering the wound. Potential mm. non-bite modes of transmission include contamination of a pre-existing wound, contact of mucous membrane or respiratory tract with the saliva of an infected animal, mm -hmm. exposure to aerosolized rabies virus in the laboratory or from bats, bat aerosol. Right. That's when they sneeze on you. Oh, wow. Uh, or via organ transplantation from an infected donor. Mm -hmm. So in summary, don't let a strange dog lick your open source. That's right. good. That's a that's good advice. Strange dogs though, right? Like you can let your own dog. Friendly dogs, totally fine. Unless you think it's been bitten by something. Because remember, mm. the the incubation period can mm. be up to six years. I gotta change my plans for next Friday. Mm -mm -mm. Death almost always occurs two to ten days after first symptoms. Two to ten days after first symptoms. Is that uh, in animals or like in all mammals or just I or, like humans? In all mammals, even humans. I think so. Whoa. Maybe there'll be some exceptions. Right. We'll hear about later. Survival is rare once symptoms have pre presented themselves, even with the administration of proper and intensive care. Mm -hmm. The rabies virus is shed at high levels in saliva. However, being bitten by a rabid animal does not necessarily mean that the bitten animal or human will become infected. It has been speculated that only around 15% of exposed people will contract the disease. 
Mm, wow, okay. so that means if you get 55,000 people dying a year. And Imagine only... how much other rabies is going around yeah. that nobody just it just brushes off, like water off a duck's back. But you've been bitten by a rabid fox, uh, but you're one of the lucky 85% that doesn't contract it. Mm-hmm. Well, humans, cats, and dogs are only mildly susceptible to the disease. That's why only 85%, only 15% contract it. Animals with rabies often act violently... Joe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. As the disease progresses, animals develop hypersensitivity to light and sound, as well as paralysis of the nerves that control the head and throat. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the rabid animal goes into respiratory failure and dies. Human rabies is typically seen in two forms: furious, Whoa. and paralytic. Oh, I like the first. The first one sounds better. That's what the Fast and Furious movies are all about. Oh, I didn't realize there rabies. were rabies-themed yeah. films. It's the one guy with the rabies and the other guy running away from him. It's oh, it's the all, Fast and the Furious. It's all just metaphor? No, it's like no metaphor. He's literally furious, <laughs> and the other guy's literally trying to be fast. No <laughs> metaphor involved. Furious rabies accounts for 80% of rabies cases. Ooh. Is dominated by encephalitis and presents with hydrophobia, delirium, and agitation, mm-hmm. hyperactivity, seizures, Aerophobia, hyperventilation is frequently present. What's aerophobia? Uh, fear of mistakes. How's it spelled? A E R O. Fear, fear of flying. A pathological aversion or sensitivity to air or the movement of air, especially as a symptom of rabies. So you don't like air on your skin. Mm, that's irritating. It's all around us. It is. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's very hard to avoid. Mm-hmm. Hyperventilation is frequently present, presumably reflecting brainstem infection. Patients then fall into a coma and typically die within one to two weeks despite maximal intensive care, maximal. So basically, once symptoms present themselves, you're screwed. Yes. Gather your family together and say, (laughs) Stop breathing on me. First, stop breathing on me. Now, that's furious rabies. Paralytic or dumb rabies. This is what Kevin will get. In contrast to furious rabies, paralytic rabies patients lack signs of cortical irritation. Wait, wait. By dumb rabies, you mean don't talk, not stupid, right? Okay, uh, this is the one that we wish Kevin will get. Oh. Instead, presenting with ascending paralysis or symmetrical tetraparalysis. Mm. Symmetrical tetraparalysis. That means you can't reach for those drink boxes. Symmetrical. Well, if they're symmetrical. What drink boxes are symmetrical? Well, if you bend it a little bit, then you can grab it. Oh. As the condition progresses, the patient becomes confused and death preceded by a coma may ensue. Mm-hmm. Symptoms. Foaming at the mouth. Uh, yes. Red eyes. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, fanatical devotion to the Pope. No, that's a Monty <laughs> Python sketch. Early symptoms can include fear and tingling at the site of exposure. Fear, surprise, fanatical Ruth- devotion to the Pope. Ruthless efficiency. Mm-hmm. Followed by one or more of the following symptoms. Fatigue, violent movements, mm-hmm. uncontrolled excitement, feverish hallucinations, oh. involuntary orgasms. What? That's a What? A little more on that in a moment. Okay. Confusion. And inten- I would be confused by my spontaneous orgasms, I'll tell you and that Confused right now. and delighted. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah, there's like, there was excitement as well, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, uncontrolled excitement. Uh-huh. An intensely physical revulsion to water, hydrophobia, uh-huh. which we'll also touch on in a moment. Got it. An inability to move body parts, 
Tetraparalysis. Maybe tetraparalysis. Loss of consciousness. Mm -hmm. No big surprise there. After symptoms appear, rabies almost results in an excruciatingly in excruciating in inevitable death. Excruciating and inevitable. Yep. Mm, those are the worst kinds of inevitables. Rabies in humans tends to initially manifest as flu-like symptoms that devolve into a nightmare as the brain is slowly destroyed. But as things get worse, the body can become paralyzed while the mind revolts with terror, hallucinations, and frenzy. A less frequently reported effect in men is priapism. Okay. A condition that results mm -hmm. in erections that last for hours and uncontrollable ejaculation. This can occur up to 30 times per day and has been, re been reported for hundreds of years, at least since the days of second century Greek physician Galen, whose papers delated the case of a porter who exhibited the symptoms for three straight days prior to his death. The precise cause of the ejaculations are unknown, but it, is, but it has been suggested that they result from damage to the amygdaloid nucleus in the temporal pole of the brain. The temporal pole. Well, you got another pole in your pants. Yep. Not just the one in your brain, There's evidently. A temporal pole and a penile pole. 30 a, a spontaneous pole. orgasms a day where... They got to keep this guy hydrated, obviously. Like, but, he's, except he's got hydrophobia. He's got hydrophobia, a <sighs> far more typical but no less strange symptom of rabies is hydrophobia or fear of water. By the end, he's just shooting out powder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like powdered milk. <laughs> this initially... Don't breathe it in! Don't breathe it in! <laughs> this initially... Hey, unless that's your thing. This initially manifests as a sore throat and difficulty swallowing as the mouth floods with saliva. Mm -hmm. As the disease progresses, the person suffers painful clenching of the oropharyngeal muscles mm -hmm. or oropharyngeal muscles and feels as though he is choking when attempting to drink anything. Eventually, this becomes so crippling that the person suffers these spasms at the mere sight or mention of water. What? This is made all the worse by the fact that the patient becomes dehydrated, dehydrated during the ordeal becoming simultaneously desperately thirsty and terrified of drinking. We have videos. So there is a psychological aspect of this. Like, because just mentioning water yeah. will make people, like, yes. gag and, you know, their throat close and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've got two. These are both might be a little difficult to watch for some oh, people. Okay. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. So the first one is hydrophobia and rabies from Vietnam. All right. So he's trying to drink water. He's trying to drink water. Having difficulty bringing, or it's grape juice or something. He can't bring it to his mouth. He cannot bring An it to his mouth. An assistant is helping him. The, the pushing it towards his mouth. As soon as the person lets go. And then he tries to drink. It's in his mouth. And he's like. Oh, he's trying to swallow. He continued to try to swallow. He's like poking his neck. He did it. And he, he choked it down. He swallowed it. That was difficult. So that's so hydrophobia. This guy's probably dead now, right? Like he's showing rabies symptoms? I would uh, say like 99% chance he's dead. Wow. That yeah. he has passed on. We have another mm -hmm. video that's uh, an old-timey black and white video. This is just general rabies. So you can, and, it, uh -huh. and again, this is horrible. And it shows a person who's clearly dying. Right. But it shows him with the frothy mouth. It shows him in various stages where he can't drink water and things of that nature. So that'll be on CoscoSodaPodcast.com if you want to see exactly how horrible rabies is okay it also has this weird this is like a government video or something but it has this weird mm -hmm. kind of creepy sound effect music kind of stuff in the background which is not appropriate oh really yeah like, is it like there's a little too upbeat for your like no it's not upbeat it's just like it seems like it's trying to add dr drama inappropriately right. right okay 
So these are literally the last moments of this yes. guy's life. Yes. And uh, he is foaming at the mouth. There is. Yeah, and they've got him strapped down because of the spasms, the spasms and the frenzy and, and whatnot. And everything. Yeah. yeah. It's it's horrible. It's yeah. awful. So th- this is no lie. The Hollywood got this one right. And I have a case report. Okay. Reported by the CDC in which a person who'd been bitten by a dog in India returned home to Virginia only to take ill three months later. Okay. October 23rd, 2009, a male physician aged 42 in Virginia experienced the onset of chills and hot flashes. The next morning, he began experiencing discomfort in his legs, and that evening he developed spontaneously ejaculation occurring up to once per hour. Okay. Urinary incontinence and back pain radiating to the left lower extremity. Two days later, he visited an ED for assessment. The patient was awake, oriented, and afebrile during his visit. Who knows what afebrile means? Afebrile means he doesn't have a fever, because febrile means you have a fever, Mm. and a means without, right? Good times. Having no fever is correct. He was discharged with a diagnosis of lumbar back pain, given pain medications and instructed to follow up with his primary care physician. Mm, That is a misdiagnosis. Indeed it is. That evening, he began to gag while drinking and showering. Four days later, the patient contacted his primary care physician and raised concern about the possibility of rabies. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you sure I don't have rabies? Sure I have back pain and not rabies? Right. The patient returned to the ED and in addition to the previously noted symptoms, exhibited anxiety and erratic behavior and had involuntary dystonic movements of his upper extremities. Mm-hmm. The patient reported travel to India approximately three months before symptom onset, but gave no clear history of animal exposure occurring while in India or in the United States. Hmm. Do you think you remember getting bit by a dog? Could have been a bat. Could have been about physical examination showed tachycardia, that's 134 beats per minute, and elevated blood pressure, but no fever. The patient was noted to have dystonic movements, sustained muscle contractions that caused twisting and repetitive movements or abnormal postures. Yes. Of the upper extremities and neck and loud involuntary vocalizations. Like a dog. Kevin! 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 <laughs> like that. The patient demonstrated aversion to water when offered. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Within 24 hours of admission, the patient was noted to be shouting, gagging on copious salivary secretions and unable to follow commands. His tachycardia and hypertension worsened, and soon after he was transferred to the intensive care unit, he developed seizures, sustained a cardiac arrest, and required ventilator support. On the second day of hospital, the treating physician initiated the Milwaukee Protocol. Oh, right. That's dun, where you dun, get a guy dun. and you walk him around. At the mill. Yes. Take him around the mill. No, right. it's, it's when they feed them nothing but Miller beer. Oh, yeah. Because as we know, that has very little to do with actual water and beverages. Mm-hmm. Or Milwaukee's best. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the Milwaukee proto- protocol in a moment. The patient experienced asystole, which is a state of no cardiac electrical activity. Oh, that's when your heart stops? Yeah. Increasing episodes of asystole resulted in placement on a, of a transvenous pacemaker. By hospital day 15, the patient developed denervation indicated by loss of brainstem reflexes and diminished autonomic dysfunction, died on hospital day 25. There you go. So that's your basic course. That's how it all plays out. That's how it all plays out. Got it. So the Milwaukee protocol. Oh, when you walk a guy around a mill. Yeah. Ooh, maybe it's like Conan. They strap him to something and, you know, get some grist from that mill. Was it called the wheel of pain? Pain. The wheel of something? The wheel yeah. of constant Arnold Schwarzenegger walking, building up his leg muscles. The wheel of rabies. Before Louis Pasteur's work, rabies was as sure a death sentence as the guillotine. 
Just a decade ago, without prompt medical attention, the best doctors could do once symptoms began to manifest was provide palliative care. Right. It's just uh, let's death. ease his pain until he inevitably passes. Yeah. That changed in 2004 when 15-year-old Gina Gizzi was bitten on the finger by a bat in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Okay. The Milwaukee Protocol, sometimes called the Wisconsin Protocol, mm-hmm. is an experimental course of a treatment of an infection of rabies in a human being. The treatment involves putting the patient into a chemically induced coma and administering antiviral drugs. Okay. It is developed by Dr. Rodney Willoughby Jr. Okay. Or as we will call him from now on, Dr. Jr. He sounds like a villain in the Archie comics. Or he sounds like a nephew of the principal in the Archie comics. The principal Willoughby? It wasn't Principal Moose. I remember that. No, that's in the future. Mr. Weatherby. Mr. Weatherby. I was very close. You were close. Willoughby, Weatherby. Yeah, so it could be his nephew because his wife could have married a Willoughby. His sister could have married a Willoughby. Because that's how names work. Yep. Gisi had been bitten by a rabid bat 37 days prior to her admission. The wound was very minor. Her bite was treated with hydrogen peroxide on the day she was bit. 37 days. Hydrogen peroxide does not stop rabies, evidently. Apparently not. But no further action was taken. No rabies shot or related antibiotics regimen. Got it. Over the course of the 37 days prior to her admission to hospital, Gisi suffered from double vision, slurred speech, and jerking in her left arm. How long? Uh, Over the course of the 37 days prior to her admission to hospital. All right. She had a fever of... Got a fever of 103. 102, actually. Very Mm. close. Come on, baby. You can do more than dance. I'm hot-blooded, hot-blooded. She's so upset that she got close, but not up to hot-blooded. Tests were inconclusive. You'd think you'd walk in with any symptoms whatsoever and say, 37 days ago, I was bitten on the finger with a bat. Well, I treated it with hydrogen, hydrogen peroxide, and so I thought, no rabies. But maybe rabies? Uh, it was not until Mrs. Geese mi- uh, mentioned the bat bite that she was diagnosed with rabies. Got it. Right? So they didn't know about the bat bite. Well, they do say that it starts out early on as flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, most doctors, oh, got a flu. if it walks like a flu and talks like a flu, mm-hmm. odds are it's a flu. Yep. And also, like much like Dr. House often does, he's like, look, if it's rabies, you're dead because you're presenting symptoms and nobody survives. Right. So why treat something... That it might be that I can't treat you for. Mm-hmm. Let's treat you for things that you can survive. Well, I mean, there is a Milwaukee protocol. Well, here we go. Well, mm-hmm. now there is, thanks to this one thing. Thanks to Dr. Junior. Yeah. Uh, medical history has shown most rabies deaths are caused by temporary brain dysfunction with little or no damage occurring to the brain itself. Oh. Using this information, Dr. Junior's team devised an experimental treatment for rabies under consent from Giese's parents. Dr. Junior's goal was to put Giese into an induced coma. Okay. To essentially protect her from her brain with the hope that she would survive long enough for her immune system to produce the antibodies to fight off the virus. Right. Drugs were used to suppress brain activity while waiting for her immune system to, protect, to produce antibodies to attack the virus. This induced coma took six days for Giese's immune response to show signs of progress. Okay. An additional 31 days passed before Giese was declared virus-free and removed from isolation. She spent several weeks undergoing rehabilitation therapy and was discharged roughly three months after her admission. The extent of brain damage Gisi had suffered was of initial concern, but her cognitive abilities were largely intact. It would take at least three to five more months of rehabilitative therapy before Gisi could walk on her own, Uh though the neurological complications from the rabies caused problems with running balance and slowed speech. Despite this, Gisi completed high school, received her driver's license, and graduated Lakeland College with a major in biology. Probably going on to study rabies. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. A radiologist. So, Joe, mm. is this like your is induced coma like your dream? Is this what you aspired to? No, only if I, while I'm in that coma, I'm jacked into the matrix. Oh, I thought for one second you were going to say I can jack off. Well, that's what you jack into the matrix for. Okay, you jack into the matrix for jacking off purposes. That's right. I'll yeah. be on holodeck three. Spontaneous. But the irony is, spontaneous, Kevin, you are programming the matrix. <laughs> spontaneous. I, I have no fear of Kevin having that kind of power over computers. Spontaneous <laughs> priapism and ejaculation. It's you're pretty. You jack yourself off. No, you'll go into the matrix, and it'll all be just be the blue screen of death all around you. <laughs> That's right. Oh, damn you, Microsoft! <laughs> just spinning wheels. No, man, I, I got. I can jack off whenever I want. I mm. I got the internet now. Not be when, any just better. Don't not right now, please, Joe. <laughs> if not I whenever wanted, you want. If I wanted <laughs> not to, whenever I, you want. I don't want to. Good. But if I wanted to, to I totally could. However, the Milwaukee Protocol remains controversial. Because somebody survived? The survival of the Milwaukee uh, Protocol is 5 out of 30. Further in research uh, suggests there is a natural or genetic immunity to the rabies virus, what these five survivors could be displaying, rather than a positive response necessitated by the protocol. Well, but normally it would be 0 out of 30, right? Well, so it could be that the Milwaukee Protocol is a protocol that will save people who have, have a, a genetic slight predis- genetic predisposition to it, which is still more than 0. Yeah, maybe. So... Mm-hmm. You know, okay, maybe it's not a cure, but it's a cure for some, and that's a start. Health officials claim Milwaukee protocol repetition impedes efforts to find new treatments. Instead of exploring mm-hmm. new techniques, doctors fall back on the Milwaukee protocol because it was once successful. Well, or five, five times, times or five successful. Times. But out of 30, yeah. That's a fair comment. Uh, mm-hmm. I think if you have some other things to try, you could try it, especially if you think that those other things have better odds than five out of 30. In the history. According to the Talmud, the Jewish civil uh, and religious code, mm-hmm. one of the few legitimate reasons for breaking the Sabbath was to kill a rabid dog. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. You can't eat or drink or drive or plug in a toaster, but... You, sure as fuck can't roll. But you can kill a rabid dog. You can kill a rabid dog. That's what Lebowski should have said. Walter, I need you to come and kill a rabid dog for me. <laughs> That's right. Just to get him out. If only he knew. Mm-hmm. If only he'd read the Talmud. Oh, wait. Is that who took the money? Now it's time for our segment, Old-Timey Remedies. Old-Timey Remedies in a funny voice. I like it. In ancient times, the treatment for someone bitten by a mad dog involved writing a chant to God on the skin of a male hyena or leopard. Writing a what to God? A chant. A chant to God. On a hyena or a leopard. <laughs> on the skin Whoa, of a male hyena. Now, was it a live hyena and a live leopard? I hope so. Because that would also <laughs> cure your rabies with death. Then the individual should remove his clothes and bury them in a grave at a crossroads for a year. A lot of burying things at crossroads back in the day. Then they should take them out, burn them in the oven, and scatter the ashes. For the year after they were bitten, they should only drink water out of a copper tube. Well, the pro- odds are that they're not alive yeah, a year later. Exactly. Exactly. So if you've survived a year and you can go out and burn your stuff. Oh, but it only actually affects 15% of the people. So they think that this process mm-hmm. cures 85% of them. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So they're like, oh, all right, sweet. Eight and a half out of ten times, this process works. Yeah, and then that cognitive dissonance takes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Crossroads. Celsius, you remember that guy? Yeah, he invented Celsius. 
wrote that if a person was bitten by a rabid dog, the wound must be kept open to allow the poison to drop out freely from it. But... Oh, the next thing he's going to say is, like, get another rabid dog to spit on it to kill the other rabidness. Well, the administration of large amounts of wine was an antidote to rabies. It's an antidote to something. It's, yeah. Let's get drunk. It's an antidote to coherence. Mm-hmm. It's an antidote to it's caring. Stupid That's dumb right, yeah. It's an antidote yeah. to caring that you got bit by a rabid yeah. dog. Okay, I got rabies, stupid jerks. Celsus also suggested throwing the patient unaware into a water tank. <laughs> oh, because of their hydrophobia. Yeah. If they could not swim... They should be allowed to sink under so they could swallow some water. Into uh, their lungs. Yes. Because <laughs> they're trying to breathe. Uh-huh. If they could swim, they should be pushed under. Inevitably, the patient will be forced to swallow water. In this way, the hydrophobia would be removed. Oh, this is his Yes, this is a and very, replaced with drowning. <laughs> this is a very early case of aversion therapy is what this is. Yep, yep. This is like throwing somebody in a box full of spiders. Pliny, or Pliny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Pliny. Pliny's treatment was ashes of river crab, uh, presumably rubbed into the wound, I think, but possibly taken orally. Or snorted. Okay. Ashes of river crab, yeah, oh, do some lines river of crab. river crab. <sighs> also, the disease could be prevented in dogs by cutting off a large piece of their tail. Preventative measures cutting off. That's why your dog has no tail. It's, yeah, yeah. For, it's, a, it's the anti-rabies process. We, we bred them that way so they can't get rabies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, that's the joke. It's not true. Gaston de Foix. Ooh, I like his name. Proposed in 1387 a rabies test. Now, hold on. Was his last name F-O-I-S? F-O-I-X. F-O-I-S would be uh, Gaston of the Times. Oh. That, that would have been cool. He, it, it would sound, would sound kind of like a stage name, right? You know. Well, don't a lot of French names... I mean, Mario Lemieux means Mario the best. That is true. Right? That is true. I do like that name, too. Uh, his test was, place the backside of a cockerel on the wound opening. If the dog was rabid, the cockerel will swell up and die. What's a cockerel? That's uh, a, a, a cock. It's a chicken bird. It's a rooster. A rooster. Yeah. So put a rooster on the... Rub a rooster on the wound, and if it swells up and dies, you have rabies. Yep. Is that true? Like, (laughs) is that that superstition, or would that actually work? That would not work. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So what happened when he rubbed a rooster on a wound, and they said, oh, The rooster got mad and a little bloody. But he said, oh, no rabies, because it wouldn't swell up and die, because it would never swell up and die. Exactly. And then 15% of the time, he was wrong. So what would he do then? I got a bad rooster. (laughs) I got a defaulty rooster. (laughs) What do you call it? Is is rabometer? Or the the foxometer. Oh, yeah, of course. You got to name it after yourself, right? It was believed that rabies could be cured by killing the dog responsible and placing its fur on the wound. Not surprisingly, trying to kill the dog increased the chance of getting bitten again. And once you, if you like skin it and take its like bloody pelt and put it on the wound, that is not going to keep it from getting in there. This is the origin for the phrase, the hair of the dog that bit you. Oh. 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 Right? Wow. I, I had no idea. But in the origin, they meant the actual hair of the, the dog. The hair of the dog Literally. that bit you. I didn't even think I knew it was hair of the dog that bit you. All I've ever heard is people, you know, they do the, the a little bit of hair, hair of the dog, hair of the dog, and then that's it. Because no, you, I because you, phrase, yeah, because you're drunk, you got a hangover. That's right. You yeah. have a little bit of the hair of the dog that bit you. And that part I got. The yeah. booze was the dog that bit you. Yes. yes. More booze will cure it. Yeah. That I just learned something. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's what I'm here for, Kevin. So when somebody says we well, need some hair of the dog, I'd be like, I'll find you some rabies. I can have you rabies here in three hours. I don't have my skinning knife, but uh, we yeah. can work something out. Yeah. Other attempts to treat rabies included eating the hair or heart or liver 
of the dog. Mm. In Europe, a device known as St. Hubert's key was used to treat rabies. St. Hubert's key. Key. St. Hubert was the patron saint of hunters. Mm -hmm. The key was a long iron bar or nail that was carried by a priest or kept in the house as a charm. Uh -huh. If a person was bit, they would have to be restrained as someone else heated the iron over a fire. Oh, you like it so far? <laughs> Once the key started to glow, it would be inserted into the wound. Go! Oh, I knew that's what was going to happen. Badass. Hopefully cauterizing the flesh and destroying the disease. But that doesn't work. It does not work. No. The well, key... If you, if you, I think if you got bit and then they did it like within a minute, it, wouldn't be able to, it might Maybe. work. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Like if they're waiting there with a hot thing and... The key or other forms of instant cauterization or even amputation was imprecise and had to be used immediately. Mm -hmm. Even then, these devices were more often used as a magical charm rather than a cure. Mm. And again, 85% of the time, people don't contract rabies, so then they, they say, well, we got it in time. Yeah. It was the first century Roman writer Cardinus who was the first to identify that the infection was spread through infected saliva, but even identifying the base cause did little to, pre to prevent it. In Lyon, France, 800 years later, a bear wandered into the town square. Uh-huh. Thereafter named Bear Square, I hope. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they obviously named it uh, Lyon from all the lions that were hanging around. In, yes, in Lyon, France. Yeah, Lyons, France. Uh, go to Bear Square in Lyons, France. <laughs> and visit the Tiger Building. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. There we go. It would have been incautious and fearsome, this bear, with reddened eyes and a foaming mouth. The bear attacked 20 people. Six of whom started to show symptoms a few weeks later. They had to be forcibly forcibly asphyxiated by their neighbors. Oh, manual strangulation? Because they thought they were going zombie style? Imagine being attacked by a bear and, oh, I wasn't killed by the bear attack. But I'm going to die slowly by... of rabies. Dude, if you don't check these scars. To I'm a total badass. I survived that. That that case alone should have proved to them that like just 85% of people just don't contract it because six yeah. out of 20 people who got bit... Became rabid. <laughs> like right there, they had a case study of 20 people yeah. getting mauled by this bear. But they would just make up all sorts of excuses. Oh, well, those ones went to church more often. That guy oh, buried oh. his clothes at the crossroads. Yeah. That guy, uh, you know. Uh, it rubbed a cockerel. Rubbed a. <laughs> all over his body. Oh, his and okay, that guy who got rabies and died did all those things, but uh, I think he was uh, cheating on his wife. Uh huh. So. He was impertinent know, to God. That's how this stuff works, yeah, right? right? Yeah. He didn't. Uh, he didn't. He didn't uh, pray to Saint Hubert fast enough before he stuck the hot iron in the wound. Just remember, we are so ready to fool ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are so ready. Now it's time for shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. French chemist and microbiologist Louis Pasteur mm -hmm. is best known for developing the process of halting bacterial contamination that is named after him: pasteurization. Uh Mm -hmm. Louis, or Louisization. Or translated into English, uh, fieldization. Oh, is that right? Yes. Okay. Pasteur. Pasteur's rabies vaccine was developed by infecting rabbits and then killing them, allowing the virus to weaken enough to activate the human immune system without killing the patient. Got it. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The way the vaccines work. It was first used in successfully in 1885 on Joseph Meister, a nine-year-old boy who'd been mauled by a rabid dog. Pasteur's stoicism is duly noted in the memoirs of Swedish physician Axel Munth. Now, he tried this uh, method after being able to pasteurize the people who got bit. didn't work because boiling was really, right. really not fun. Got it. He, just, he attacked all of his problems with 
boiling them in water. Yeah, the cure was worse than the disease at that stage. Yeah. Pasture was, oh wait, uh, Swedish. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> we call back to our Belt Gunness episode yeah. where our Swedish and Norwegian accents were really spot on. For some reason, people were <laughs> mentioned that they weren't good. That can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. Pasture <laughs> was absolutely fearless. Anxious to secure a sample straight from the jaws of a rabbit dog, I once saw him with the glass tube held between his lips, draw a few drops from the deadly saliva from the mouth of a rabbit bulldog, held on the table by two assistants, their hands protected by leather gloves. It sounds more like Santa Claus for yeah, some reason to me. It started up pretty muppety and then just sort of like yeah. devolved a little from there, but I applaud the effort. It's my first time. Got it. Pasteur, who lost three of his five children to typhoid fever, was ruthlessly pragmatic in his research. The possibility of getting bitten during his work on the rabies vaccine was very real. Mm -hmm. And laboratory protocol called for anyone accidentally infected to be killed on the spot. <laughs> what? A revolver was kept on site and employees were ordered to be shot in the head if they were bitten. What the? What? what? Obviously, he hadn't figured out that 85% of people who get bitten don't contract it either. I, maybe he's maybe he didn't really mean it. He was just like, listen, everybody be really careful. This is his technique to make sure that everybody yeah, maybe. was I don't know careful. if anybody was actually shot in the head. Yeah. That was not. But that was the standing order. Yeah. This is very 28 days later. I, I think if that was the standing order, I would just be so very very careful like <laughs> right you know like okay i'm careful enough because i'm around I rabbit quit. dogs no, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly can you imagine that moment like somebody does get bit and then he's like they're just that <laughs> do, 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 and they all look at the revolver like on the table five feet away it's yeah. like can i get there before him i don't want my science ending up with like a uh reservoir dog standoff that's not Ooh. proper science for me that's action science yeah louis tarantino Never blue, always going, don't know where. 
always showing, but I don't care, don't love nobody, it's not worthwhile, all alone, running wild. Public service announcements. Bats constitute the biggest vector of the disease in the United States. Got it. Although raccoons and skunks are more widely reported, and rabid bats can be found in all 48 continental states, because bats can be so tiny, it is possible to be bitten by one without even feeling it. That's why you should never play pool against that famous pool shark, Bats Domino, because he can give you rabies as well as take all your money. Oh, i got to put him in a World Wildlife Federation of Justice story. Oh, nice. Bats Domino. Got it. So experts recommend that you undergo a course of treatment for rabies infection if you wake up to find a bat in your room uh-huh. just yes. to be on the safe side. Sure. Now, they used to have to like shoot rabies shots like into your abdomen or something, and they were supposed to be extremely painful. Is that is that true? That I is that. no longer true. It used to be true, though. It used to be true. Okay. That like some people would like really not want to get the rabies treatment because it was so agonizing. Yeah, current vaccines are relatively painless and are administered in your arm. Okay. Like a like a flu shot. Like a regular old flu shot. So why Poof. before did they have to like shoot them with like a giant needle straight in your abdomen? Maybe just because they wanted to. Oh, yeah. And then people like... were like, Well, I'm not really gonna get that rabies vaccine uh-huh. because of the pain. Got and it. they decided, well, maybe we'll make it a little bit nicer. So obviously the vaccine doesn't like last a lifetime or whatever, otherwise they would just inoculate all of us, right? The duration of immunity afforded to humans by a two injection vaccination course was found to be between two to three years. And you can get a booster dose at one year. And uh, that found that 97% of immunocompetent individuals had protective levels of neutralizing antibodies at 10 years. Right. So that's why we don't just get it in high school and then just like kind of go through for our entire lives because it doesn't, it only lasts two or three years. So that seems like a waste until you actually get, find a bat in your room. How to tell if an animal has rabies? Red eyes, foaming in the mouth, nervous excitement, aggression. Uh, and post, post furious, it's like just kind of lying there. Oh, and, hydrophobia! Uh, oh yeah, hydrophobia. Ooh, wow. mm. Coma, death. <laughs> yes, if a rab- if a dog is dead, it may have rabies. Mm-hmm. After coming in contact with the virus, the bitten animal may go through may go through one or all stages. After the virus reaches the brain, it then will move to the salivary glands, where it can spread through a bite. Mm-hmm. The prodromal phase mm-hmm. lasts for two to three days in dogs. This is apprehension, nervousness, anxiety, solitude. Fever. Okay. Hard to tell in an animal if it's got a fever. Friendly animals may become shy or irritable and may snap, whereas aggressive animals may become affectionate and docile, like foxes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So if a fox comes up to you, here's a funny thing. I've been doing rabies uh, research all week. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I went on a little walk in this park in Burnaby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what the person I was with told me was that this park is okay. It's not great, but it's okay because uh-huh. the squirrels are very are used to being fed yeah right so i said okay i'll put that in the back of my mind then as soon as we got in the park the squirrel comes running at me yep. like running at me yep i'm like oh fuck <laughs> the squirrel has rabies got but it. then it stopped and was like eh, what do you got for me there big guy so yes if you want to test a fox for rabies take it throw it in a hen house if it doesn't kill any of the hens rabbit oh yeah it could be that's it that's and, a then, and then rub a cockerel on it yeah most animals will constantly lick the site of the bite. In cats, the prodromal phase lasts for only one to two days, and they usually develop more fever spikes and erratic behavior than dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, there's the furious phase from one to seven days in dogs, 
restlessness, irritability, hyper-responsive to auditory and visual stimuli, which we noticed in uh, Cujo. Yep. Prone to roaming with an increased irritability and viciousness. Oh, the viciousness. That's that's easy to notice, the viciousness of a <laughs> rabid dog. Yeah. Mm. That's, the, uh, that's the one that jumps off the page at you. When caged, dogs may bite and attack their enclosures. Cats are particularly prone to developing this phase, the, mm. the furious phase. And then there's the paralytic dumb phase. Uh, two to four days in dogs, nerves affecting the head and throat are the first to be involved. And the animals may begin to salivate as a result of their inability to swallow. Deep labored breathing and a dropped jaw may result as the diaphragm and facial muscles become increasingly paralyzed. Animals may make a choking sound, and many owners think that there's something lodged in the dog's throat. Oh, so they get in there to look down their throat, bitey, bitey, you know, transmission of disease. Yeah. Clever. What to do if you're bitten by a rabid animal? Shoot yourself in the head. Shoot yourself in the head, because you're fucked. Well, Louis Pasteur said so. That's right. No, don't do that. Okay. Instead, wash any wounds immediately. One of the most effective ways to decrease the chance for infection is to wash the wound thoroughly with soap and water for at least 15 minutes. Yeah, you don't want to be soaking in dog saliva. You mm-hmm. want to rinse no. that off as yeah. quickly as Got possible. It. Yeah. See your dog for attention to for any trauma due to an animal attack before considering the need for rabies vaccination. Mm-hmm. Your doctor, possibly in consultation with your local health department, will decide if you need a rabies vaccination. Decisions to start vaccination known as post-exposure prophylaxis, or PEP. Mm-hmm. Will be based on your type of exposure. Oh, is, this, is this what pep squads are about? Yeah, I never really understood. Post what pep exposure squads prophylaxis. Right. Okay. So uh, pep squads. Pep is, rally is all about the post exposure prophylaxis. Driving away rabies. Good. Minimizing incidents of rabies. Uh, this will be based on your type of exposure and the animal you are exposed to, as well as laboratory and surveillance information for the geographic area where the exposure occurred. Two, four, six, eight. Fighting rabies is really great. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> pep squad. I like it. In the U.S., post-exposure prophylaxis consists of a regimen of one dose of immune globulin and four doses of rabies vaccine over a 14-day period. Rabies immune globulin in the first dose of rabies vaccine should be given by your healthcare provider as soon as possible after exposure. Additional doses or rabies of or rabies vaccine should be given on days 3, 7, and 14 after your first vaccination. And as you said, these are painless, relatively painless, relatively painless. Right. You'll feel a pinch, is what they usually yeah. say. You gotta, yeah. In the news. 2006, Yunnan Province, China. Mm-hmm. Police and public health officials in southern China have clubbed, hanged, or electrocuted almost 50,000 dogs in a week-long crackdown on rabies. Squads in Maoding grabbed pets from their owners while they were out for walks and beat them to death on the spot. Wow. The dogs, not the owners. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Not sure if that's better or worse. <laughs> Dog owners were offered a 5 one, about 80 cents U.S. reward for killing their own animals. Those who attempted to hide their pets indoors were flushed out by late night squads who made loud noises outside to make the dogs bark. Ah, right. Oh, wow. Right. Right. So oh. if you have like a dog that is well trained, it doesn't bark, then you might, or you one might of those, get by. One of those non yappy varieties. Uh, the call was ordered after the death of three local people, including a four-year-old girl from rabies during the last six months. State media said 360 of Moding County's 200,000 residents had suffered dog bites this year. Okay. Pigs and cows have also been attacked. Right. Despite the vaccination of 4,000 animals, the number of dog attacks continued to rise, prompting the cull of the 50,000 dogs in the county. Only army dogs and police dogs were spared. Right. 
Local newspaper Legal Daily blasted the killings as an extraordinarily crude, cold-blooded, and lazy way for the government to deal with an epidemic disease. Wiping out the dogs shows these government officials didn't do their jobs right in protecting people from rabies in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. According to the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the number of rabies cases in China has risen, with 2,651 deaths reported in 2004. The center's figures suggest it is a bigger killer than AIDS and hepatitis combined. The rise is partly down to a boom in pet ownership. Many families keep dogs, but only 3% vaccinate their animals. Mm. Piracy has also made the problem worse. Last year, two boys in Guangdong died of rabies, a disease against which their parents thought they had been inoculated. Police then found 40,000 boxes of fake vaccine. Oh, the old fake medicine scam. The old that so everyone benefits from. Uh, that's a message for people who think, why does the government have to enforce things like medicine being real and stuff? Right. Like, that's <laughs> why. Yeah, you know. That's, that's why we have government guidelines and rules that people have to follow. It, it kind of falls back on the owners, too. Like, if there are that many people getting attacked and bit by dogs... There are obviously a lot of dogs who are not being properly yeah. penned or leashed yeah. or kept inside or blah, it, blah, blah. Shouldn't, can't the government just fix it by saying, if you want to own a dog, it has to be vaccinated against rabies? And then they could do the call and go, we're killing all the dogs that haven't been vaccinated by rabies. And then when people mm. complain, you can go, hey, we said to get your dog vaccinated and you didn't. I like the idea of like roving bands of thugs with clubs, like just like literally standing in the park waiting for somebody to drop a dookie. Dog haters. And then they just like grab a dog and just right. smash its brains in. Uh, 50,000. Like while their owners watch. 50,000 dogs in one week. Let's imagine, let's say a little bit That's of overtime. 7,000 dogs a day. Okay. And divide that by 10 hours. Well, 24. They, have, they go out at night and bang gongs to like get dogs okay. to bark, okay. right? All right, all right. So that's 24 so, hours. So, so divide, 70... that's like just around 300 an hour. Could you kill 300 dogs in an hour? I would be hard-pressed to kill 300 dogs in an hour. Like, okay, you, your five arm would get sore. Five a minute. Five dogs a minute. Yeah, you, your arm, like, unless they were all chihuahuas, right. you, you could get them in a, in a, in a single blow. Like a, with a flamethrower or something. Yeah. Yeah, or some kind of, like, lightsaber level cutting <clears throat> through sword, you know. Oh, you electrify a drinking bowl. And then just like it is, you get like ten just at a time. Be a pile of dogs around yeah. the bowl. Yeah, the really all the time is spent like brushing the dogs away, so the next batch can line up. Or you could uh, put a grenade inside a squirrel, and let oh it yeah, loose, there you go. And it all all the dogs chase it, and then kaboom. Yeah, but they have to catch the squirrel. Yeah, but it's the squirrel's going to be slow. It's got a grenade, got a grenade inside it. it. That is true. That is true. You have actually assisted the dog and the dogs in catching the squirrel. You know what you do. You make friends with the dogs over the, the previous month okay. with a Knowing that dog the call is chew coming. toy right. that looks like a grenade. There you okay. go. And then you swap it out with a real grenade. Okay. Go get it, boy! Well, just throw a grenade with one of those chuck it sticks. Yeah. Mm. It, yeah there the you dog go. won't know any better. Yeah, All true. right! Yeah, you don't need to pre-train with uh, with a uh, chew toy. Like You just throw something near a dog, they'll go after it. Dogs are so ten. stupid. Just put that fuzzy uh, tennis ball stuff on the outside of the grenade. Yeah, totally that, fine. That'll mm-hmm. do 2012, Peru. A medical team led by Dr. Amy Gilbert, PhD of the CDC's National Center for Emerging and Zoonotic Infectious Diseases, traveled mm-hmm. to remote communities deep in the Peruvian Amazon. Mm-hmm. The team sampled the blood of 63 people from these communities and found that seven of them had, quote, rabies virus neutralizing antibodies Ooh. and reported mm-hmm. having been bitten by bats in the past, and only one had received a rabies vaccination. Mm. 
Okay. Gilbert and her colleagues concluded that the six unvaccinated people with the antibodies must have been exposed to rabies without dying from it, suggesting they have a natural immunity. But the team admits it's undetermined as to the origin of the immunity. Okay. If further studies confirm that there are populations of people with a greater natural immunity to rabies, they could pave the way for new treatments. Mm, Mutation. They, these guys are the X-Men. These are, no, these are the real Batmen. Right. This is a whole community of actual Batmen. Right. Half man, half bat, immune to rabies. Look out. Echolocation. Chip, 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 chip. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like Spider-Man, or the Batman version of Spider-Man, where you actually did kind of get a power, and that is the power of rabies immunity. Yeah. Bitten yeah. by a bat. So they 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 they're theorizing that that they have a genetic immunity or Presumably so. Or is it just cuz you just grow up in a community where bats are all around and so them like, you know, flying through the air and peeing and pooping or something kind of, you know, keeps you from getting rabies. Right. But the rabies virus isn't transmitted from pee or poo. Right. Yeah, they're not sure if they uh, developed an infection or if they maybe only got exposed to a small amount of the virus so mm-hmm. that they were, it was easy for them to fight it off. They're not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is from two years ago. It's from NewScientist.com. Uh, thanks to Corey for finding this. And I can't find any follow-ups, so I don't know if they've confirmed or denied this I, yet. I prefer my research be done by old scientists, not new scientists. So I'm going to oh. dismiss this out of hand. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the age old, of the scientist. The old scientist who said, here's a gun for when you get bitten by something with rabies. Yeah, bring that guy back. Bring that guy back. <laughs> bring him back. Mm-hmm. 2009, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Thanks also to Corey for this article. Can a whale get rabies? It's this a mammal. Is the question. It is a mammal. What would have you to happen? You said in the pop quiz that every mammal can get, contract rabies. Yeah, this comes from popsci.com. For a whale to become infected with rabies, the most logical scenario... Mm-hmm. Would be a common vector animal, uh, for example, a fox, mm-hmm. could, or foxfish, could bite a seal that's resting on a beach. Okay, mm-hmm. and then that seal could swim off and bite a whale. Right, but whales have like tons of blubber and whatnot. It's true. So mm. there is only one documented case of rabies in a seal. Okay, a ringed seal caught in 1980 in Svalbard, an archipelago off Norway. Got it. Seals aren't known to attack whales, but rabid animals behave erratically, so it could happen. Uh Uh-huh. Even if a rabid seal does bite a whale, it might take years for the whale to show symptoms. Rabies travels along the nerves at a rate of 0.3 to 0.8 inches a day. Oh. Okay. Right? So, uh, if a 50-foot-long whale was bit in the tail, it might take two to five years for the virus to reach the animal's brain and manifest. Okay, but maybe this is what happened to Moby Dick. Yes. Maybe this right? is what it's all about. Remember, right? uh, I forget which episode we talked about the real-life case that inspired Moby was Dick. Was it whales? Might have been whales. <laughs> That'd be my guess. We could, it might have that been like Lost at Sea as Essex, well. I think. Anyways, uh, whatever episode it was we referenced it, they did talk about that this was a very aggressive whale that yes. attacked their ship yes. and for no discernible reason. Right. This is what rabid animals are like. QED, <laughs> that whale was rabid. We now have a real-life example of a rabid whale. Greg P- Potentially. Gregory Bosart, the chief veterinary officer at the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta, mm-hmm. says, Rabies would interfere with any activity that involves the central nervous system, so a whale might exhibit abnormal swimming patterns or lose the ability to swim altogether. It might also have trouble with echolocation. Mm-hmm. Another classic symptom of rabies infection is hydrophobia. Oh yeah, that would be a bit. That would be a bit difficult, wouldn't it? 
This is why whales beach themselves. There we go. That, so, solved. Yet another real yep. life example. Yep. Not like scientists don't test those <laughs> to find maybe, out why. Maybe they haven't thought of rabies yet, though. Oh, yeah, because they... Oh, there we go. Scientists, you heard it here first. Check those whales for Check rabies. Check those whales for rabies. Pop culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a show. It was a BBC show. I didn't watch the whole thing because mm-hmm. it was terrible. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a television show. It was a television. It was a miniseries, three parts. They were each about an hour long. But like a uh, regular series in Britain is like three to six episodes. Three to six, so a yeah. miniseries right. is like two half hours. Right. Well, this, this was three one-hour episodes. Okay. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. watched the first two-ish or so on YouTube in like their 15-minute sections for some right. reason. Got so it. like there's three or four parts per episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, What was the name of the show? It's called The Mad Death. Okay. And it's about a, it's a, fic- about a fictional rabies outbreak in Scotland. Okay. It is the slowest, most boring, weirdest, and also kind of darkest TV miniseries I've ever seen. Ooh. Okay. They, they all make terrible decisions. They pick up the mm. fox that's foaming at the mouth at the side of the road oh, because it seems... Just, oh, it's following you. Oh, aren't you friendly? He's petting this obviously ill fox. You know, no, no, oh, no. You're no, very friendly. That fox just stole Alka-Seltzer from the local corner store. There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when like the people get rabies, it's full on like they're, you're, you're doomed. Like, Is it like they, 28 they days later? say it. No, they, the guy starts hallucinating, and it does this weird... Uh, he starts like seeing the fox, which is really just a fox puppet with obviously somebody's hand in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but the effects are all weird, like it's all being distorted and stuff. What, and year, he's, what year is this from? Uh, it was recorded in 81, but they didn't release it till 83. Mm-hmm. Oh, it took, it's like a fine wine. It takes some time to... Uh... It was the height of special effects, the <laughs> 1981 to 83. They had to wait until the fox special effects caught up with what they wanted to yeah. accomplish. Right, right. Yeah. They have a few scenes with the, a, a real fox, which I'm guessing they drugged because it really was just kind of like lying there mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but then occasionally when they needed it to actually do a thing, mm-hmm. they would just switch to a different angle and have the puppet. And it, it was really bad. And it's just horrible, bad soap opera setups of regular life. And then all of a sudden, rabies shows up. And it's slow. Like, it felt like a morality play. Torn. Like, if you make these terrible decisions, you'll get rabies and die. What would the name of the rabid fox Muppet character be? The rabid fox Muppet, uh, Muppet character. Because there's a puppet in this. So, uh, you oh. know, they, 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 and Jim Henson was doing the Muppet show in the UK at the time. So he might have very well have inherited this from. You know, uh, this this uh, fox puppet. It would be Sylvicious. Sylvicious. Like Sylvan and Vicious together. Oh. Sylvicious. And it would be like a Sid Vicious uh, mm-hmm. kind of. Oh, uh, he'd be punk rocker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. love yeah. it. Sylvicious. That'd be the rabbit fox. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's a competitor to Dr. Teeth in the uh, band. We watched Cujo. Uh, I'd seen Cujo before. Had you seen Cujo before? I this? had not seen Cujo before. Okay. This is also from 1983. I was not surprised by your eventual reaction to Cujo due to the fact that I had seen it before. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, based on a Stephen King story, mm-hmm. a friendly St. Bernard named Cujo contracts rabies and conducts a reign of terror on a small American town. That was the description. Uh, that is not true. No. That not, is not a small American not town. A, uh, it's not, it wasn't even a reign of terror no. on, on the town. It, it was... was he just attacks a few people who come onto his property. Yes. Yeah. Precisely. And uh, I always thought that a St. Bernard was a really odd choice for the dog because it doesn't seem... Because it seems so friendly and... It doesn't seem inherently threatening. But it's big. It was about half the size of the car. Yeah, it was big So dog. it was a massive dog. Like, this dog must have been 180 pounds, at least. My problem with it was the dog... You don't spend a lot of time getting to know the dog. Certainly not before it has rabies. 
Because oh. it pretty much gets rabies right at the beginning. That's sticks... your problem with this movie? That's one of my problems. Okay. With this movie. Wait, there's right. more. There's right. more. Uh-huh. So at the beginning of the movie, uh-huh. he's chasing a rabbit, chases it into a hole. It's, it's a little cave. There's bats inside the, the warren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's barking in the warren. The bats are agitated. They come down and bite the dog on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets the rabies from the bats. Got it. Then he goes under his porch and then eventually goes crazy and starts attacking people. So the humans in the story yes. didn't care for any of them. Yes. When it starts to get interesting is when the lady brings her car to the mechanic. Out on the farm. Out on the farm. Mm-hmm. The car dies on the farm. Yes. And Cujo is there. So the rest of the movie is basically like an assault on the siege. Yeah, a, a siege. siege on Stalingrad. <laughs> a siege. A siege on Pacergrad. And the lady <laughs> with her super whiny kid. Yeah, like a five-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spends the entire first half of the movie whining, and then he spends the entire the second half of the movie crying, either and screaming, crying and screaming, or having seizures. Yes. Which, if you don't know a lot about rabies, I mean, some of the people there who are watching it were like, is that the rabies? Is he having a seizure because of the rabies? Uh-huh. It wasn't really clear why he was having a seizure. I think it was dehydration because they, they did take all their like shirts off and like were sweating, yeah. were visibly sweating they couldn't in the get, sun. They could not get out of their car, yeah. so they spent like multiple days on the farm mm-hmm. and the guy who owned the farm had already been long killed by Cujo, by Cujo. a few yeah. days before or whatever my so. biggest problem with the actions of the humans in the movie was when the police officer showed up yeah and he drives past a car that is covered in blood <laughs> because Cujo decided to headbutt mm-hmm. uh, like a battering ram like Moby Dick on the Essex <laughs> right right <laughs> yes yes uh, and so left these giant blood stains on the windows and on the sides of the car with the door panels like caved in. Yeah. And he drives past that car, like three car lengths past it, kind of like looking at it skeptically. Then he gets out of his car. That's right, because the people inside the car at that time are all sleeping. They're, in the back. Well, they're passed out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A blood covered car. That's awfully peculiar. That's awfully peculiar. Drives I've seen past that a million it, times on this farmstead. Uh, gets out of the car, stands outside the car with his uh, walkie talkie, with his CB radio, about to speak into it, chooses not to speak into it. Uh, and when he notices something in the barn, puts his radio down, goes into the barn, and proceeds to get mauled by Cujo. Yes. <laughs> so he doesn't call it in. Doesn't call for backup. Doesn't check the car covered in blood. Instead, goes in the barn. Does not draw his weapon. Yeah. And uh, th- that's ultimately my problem with my biggest problem with the human actions in this movie. Here's some IMDb trivia. Got hmm. it. The foam around Cujo's mouth was made of a concoction of egg whites and sugar. The dogs caused problems on the set. They're constantly licking off the tasty mixture. They did do an excellent job of making Cujo look disgusting. Yes, that's for sure. He was covered in blood and And there were five different dogs they used for this film. Okay. A rumor was circulated that Cujo is an ancient Indian word meaning unstoppable force. In reality, Stephen King made it up himself when writing the novel. Hmm. He was friends with the NHL goaltender Curtis Joseph and named it in his honor. Oh, is that true? No, it worked the other way, actually. <laughs> Somebody realized that Curtis Joseph could right. be shorted to Cujo. Cujo. And so, yeah, his nickname was Cujo all the way through his career. The St. Bernard that was featured the most in the film died of bloat during production. Oh. This Ooh. is gastric volvulus, a yeah. twisting of all or part of the stomach by more than 180 degrees. Probably. Destruction of the flow of material through the stomach. Probably because he was eating too much of that sugar mixture. Oh, maybe. Of his maybe. mouth. Oh, I got the bloat. <laughs> What about Old Yeller? I mean, I haven't seen Old Yeller since I was a kid, but yeah. if, uh, but this is how everybody back in the day used to learn that rabies was a thing. 
Yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah. Like this, oh, you saw old Yeller as a like the seven year old. You went, oh, what's rabies, mom? All I remember was that it was one of the first really tough to watch movies yeah. from when I was a kid. Like, you know, Bambi's mom dying was one thing. Sorry, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Bambi. <laughs> yeah, uh, but old Yeller is like, I love dogs, and that's about loving your dog, and it becomes your best pal. And then you got to grow up and do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I watched Criminal Minds TV series episode, the episode called Rabbit. A sadistic kidnapper intentionally infects his victims with rabies and derives pleasure from videotaping their subsequent violent behavior. Oh, that is that is pretty awful. Yeah. The, um, I don't like Criminal Minds, the show. Uh, I worked on the pilot. Oh. When uh, the pilot was, the working title was Quantico. Quantico. Yes, because Quantico. Yeah, well, no, because Quantico is where they train FBI agents. Oh, okay. It's like the training facility uh, and right. so they were all FBI profilers, so it was named after the facility. Oh, okay. Criminal Minds is a better title. There's no doubt about it. Sure. But even as we were shooting the show, I didn't care much for it. This was the video of the episode that I watched was after uh, Joe Mantegna joined the cast. Yeah, after Mandy Patinkin left. Known for uh, the voice of Fat Tony on The Simpsons. Yes. Joe Mantegna. <laughs> Is that how he's best known? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, oh, absolutely. I, I did not know that. That was his best known role. This episode takes place in Milwaukee. Okay. Like the Milwaukee Protocol. They right, talk right. about that a bit. Okay. And, you know, it's pretty science horrific. Uh, like they, they get, yeah, they get the science more or less right. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert: the bad guy had a his brother, his younger brother, die from being bitten by a bat. I think. Okay. From rabies, mm-hmm. and he was quite young when that happened. And then, as he grew up, uh, he decided it would be a good idea to infect people with rabies, and then have the infected person bite another person that he abducted. So he abducts people, and then has rabid people bite one another, basically. Okay. Right. And then one of the ladies escapes, uh-huh. and she's wandering around in this uh, park where this playground where, yeah. where it's starting. Rah, 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 <laughs> so foamy the mouth and got red Dude, eyes. That that part is probably not terribly. It, of all accurate. the Criminal Minds episode I've seen, which is one and a bit a few actually. Okay. This was probably the best one. Oh. All right. Yeah. You give it us okay. a sideways thumb. Yep. Nice. Rabies. Rabies babies. Rabies babies. That would be like Muppet Babies. You could have ra- Rabies Babies. That's the new TV show. That's the rabies show they should have made. Babies. They'll bite your fucking face. Oh, yeah, they are animals. They're all like animal. Uh, are, scooter? are Muppets mammals, Is though? Scooter? Well, I yeah, don't think here's Muppets the thing. are warm blooded. I don't think they have any blood. They're just full of stuffing. Well, yeah, and Kermit is Kermit's an a frog. Amphibian. It's an amphibian. Yeah. But Rolf. And Miss Piggy, oh yeah, animal for sure. But, for sure. but there's <laughs> animal probably already has it. Yeah. I'm surprised there animal hasn't given it to everybody. Maybe he is the rabbit. He's not just mentally ill. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in Rabies Babies, Animal is the lead character. <laughs> yes, I think so. He finally, think so. yeah, his, his rabies starts finally becomes uh, infectious to the rest of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He starts biting them. There's a downward spiral. Oh man, Muppets got dark after Henson died. It's such a weird feeling to know you're alive. It's such an awful feeling. You're dying inside, and when you wake up, startled to say, I hope I don't go crazy today. It's such a bad feeling, an ominous feeling, a feeling you know that we'll be back when the week is new. 
And we'll have more gross facts for you. And you'll have things you want to hear about. We will too. Caustic Soda was recorded by Mike Leeson while being punched in the stomach by Batman. To comment on episodes, make donations, and for links, images, videos, and show notes, visit causticsodapodcast.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at Caustic Podcast. Email us at info at causticsodapodcast.com. I'm Jackie. Thanks for listening. Come again! Torin, time for your friends to go home. That was an impression. It's like you're my dad right now. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, dad! <laughs> I said it in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I would see the... <laughs> <laughs>